What's up? This is your boy, Lita Johnson, live. Talking about some things live on Broad Street. One of my special love to be on Broad Street. Broad Street's nothing but action. You know, nothing but action. Nothing but money. That's it. You got your, all the best restaurants. Up people up and down Broad Street. You know, you see Temple Hospital floating down. You're on your way to the city. Now, let's talk about Philly. You know why I special talk about on the Broad Street for Philly? Because there's some things going on. Let's talk about the draft. Ben Simmons. Let's do it. Where y'all want to go? Where y'all boys want to go? Okay, okay. Let's talk about the draft first. Because the Ben Simmons, we're going to mix into that. Jaden Springer was an unbelievable pick. We're talking about a guy that was basically a lottery talent. Everybody, I'm hearing these percentages come up about catching shoot. Listen, the man shot 43% overall. So, it's no question that he can adjust to anything that's supposed to be a main stay for the Sixers as far as long-range shooting because of his 43% from the field. 43! So, we can look, cancel all that 35% this, 18 Listen, I saw some about, uh, that's crazy. This guy's a natural, explosive, underrated explosiveness, underrated IQ on the floor, can play both guard positions. Very smart, very patient, can hit the clutch shot. He's a hell of a player to get. Man, that's crazy for him to fall to 28. And I knew it was gonna be like that in this draft. I knew it. We can talk about this draft because we will. You know, we'll talk about that, but that's an unbelievable, unbelievable thing to look at. When you see Jade, I mean, Jesus. It was, it was, some guys fell. I say it's high, but I kind of fell that he was going to get to that point. But Jaden Springer didn't, his 28 range was not, at, at the lowest you're going to see him fall, Jaden Springer, I would say, would be 24. To get to almost the second round, and it's crazy because I don't even know about 24. I'm just giving you a stretch. That was my stretch for him. But top 20 was Jaden Springer. See the top 20 pick. And you get him at the end of the first round. It's just unbelievable to look at their whole sequence and getting Jaden Springer. Tyrese Maxey was looked at as a lottery pick. But Jaden Springer was looked at more as a top 20. To, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm still kind of thrown off by that. 20 was the, was the, you know, 24 is a stretch. But 20, we're talking almost the second round. Do you know what type of sleeper that is to get a Jaden Springer? Do you, just he's a 20-point a game scorer in the future. He's the type of guy that can score 24 or 25 a game. He's that type of guy. Yes, yes, yes. He's that type of guy. But what would take away from some of his scoring would be his passing. Because I'm looking at Jaden Springer get five, six assists, about five, six rebounds. He's that type of player. Triple-double type of threat in the future. You're going to see what type of player you're getting with Jaden Springer. I mean, they're lucky to get. And if you look at the whole thing, um, it, you decide to trade Ben Simmons and don't trade Maxie. And don't, Jaden Springer and Maxie, there's no question in my mind that that's a future backcourt if you want it to be. 
if if now we can go on to Ben Simmons. Of course, they're asking for all this. They're not going to live on Broad Street. Your bikes are, 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 are getting turned up, so you, you'll hear those. But um, Maxi and Springer. And then when you're looking at it, like that's a perfect backcourt. Perfect backcourt. I mean, it couldn't have fell any better. Now, the Ben Simmons thing, of course, they're going to ask. So they're not thinking of Ben Simmons as, oh, we just want to get rid of him. No, they know he's a special player. They're just not going to get rid of a three-time all-star, 16 points, because he hasn't even reached his peak. So now you're giving him away like, okay, no. They know he's going to get there. It's just that right now, Philadelphia and the organization, that's not what they need. They need somebody who needs to be ready to do certain things now, and it's just not working like that. So... They're going to hold off until whatever, until Ben Simmons gets to that point. If somebody wants Ben Simmons, the thing is, they really want to keep Ben Simmons. But if somebody wants him, he, they're going to have to pay for Ben Simmons. And that's just how it's going to go. They're, they're, I think people thought that they were just going to be like, all right, you know, we can go ahead and let Ben Simmons go and they're going to take this and let Malcolm Brogdon. No. They think highly of Ben Simmons. Now, next year, if he does the same thing, did the repeated thing in the playoffs again, then this, the price is going to go down. They're going to let Ben Simmons go. But this is how much they value Ben Simmons. They realize it was a mess up. And that's where they're going with Ben Simmons. They're like four first-round draft picks, all your young talent. That's how much they value Ben Simmons. And then you're looking at Portland. Portland, listen, I think it wouldn't be that bad with Portland. But if you if they because it's, it's guys doing trades, or trades, and these guys are not Dame Lillard. They're not Dame Lillard. These guys are not Dame Lillard. Once again, excuse the bikes. It is. Philadelphia down Broad Street. Ain't nothing more live than that. Now, once again, you're looking and, and you know, I mean, there's no Dame Lillard in these trades. All these trades you're seeing, right? The Clevelands, the Sacramento Kings. There's no Dame Lillard in these trades. So they want more. That just tells you the value of Ben Simmons right now. If the Dame Lillard situation comes up, I guarantee you they're not going to ask for four first-round draft picks. Dame Lillard be enough and it's going to be, you know, Dame Lillard's going to be, that's almost the equal amount. And then you're talking about now they got to balance who they got to trade, if it's Maxi, if it's Thibel. And Philadelphia will be able to, ease, once they get a Dame Lillard with Joel Embiid, this is why Philadelphia is really matching that trade criteria because if you're looking at the Ben Simmons, Dame Lillard trade, every. If you're looking at the Ben Simmons damn little trade, everybody has to equal out to that. So these teams don't have a damn little. So what equals out to that? You know, four first rounders and this player and that player, the Cleveland thing. All the young players. I mean, what else do they have that even equals up to a damn little? Except draft picks and all your young talent. What else equals up to that? You know, everybody's talking about, oh, they're going crazy. No, they're not. Think about the damn Lillard trade. 
you know, think about all those assets, or think about the assets that, that we start about, Ben Simmons, Tyrese Mason, Ty, Ben Thibault. You know, and, and you look at Dame Lillard and what else, what else will come. Dame Lillard's enough, and then it's about, you know, like a Robert Covington and just those two guys. I mean, it, it's just different. It's not going to be a whole big haul when you're talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. And, and the Portland Trailblazers, because you've already got Dan Lillard and Ben Simmons in it. So now it's all about equaling up salaries and what people want, because right now, Dan Lillard is a is a bigger price tag than Simmons. So now Philadelphia will have to come up with, a, with, with players to equal out to Dan Lillard. So now... It comes to this. Now Philadelphia has Jaden Springer, and let's go to Felipe Petrozev. Who damn? I mean, this guy. <laughs> look, the, the ABA MVP, and then look how he was when he played for Gonzaga. I mean, this guy's good. So if we're thinking about the man that more deeper than you get, Charles Bassey. Charles Bassey was the sixth ranked prospect in the draft, in the recruiting class that recruited guys like R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson. Yeah, he was uh, Nasir Little. I'm literally telling you guys, Zion Williamson came in Reddish. Um, um, R.J. Barrett, Nasir Little, and there's one more guy, and, uh, and, and, and like Charles Bassey was in that level, and every and ever since he's been, he could have been a one and done. Like he was already he established himself. There was just so many good drafts, and he was just trying to get the best position. And look, he ends up with Philly, and this guy's good. He's like he's good. It, it's his fault. There's so many other good players in his position. And, and so many other good players in the draft classes and in and, and the NCAA. It's just been good players, but he's one of those guys. He's been as advertised since he's been there, and he's a shot blocker and rebounder, which really is going to help Philly. You know, so he could be the type of guy to turn to a power forward. And you look at Felipe Petrozev, another guy, 6'11. Like, that's two, they needed some size. I feel Charles Bassey, we, we needed that size. And we got two skilled size guys. One's definitely can rebound and shot block, if anything else. And one guy who can shoot. This guy is known to be able to shoot at 6'11". Like, that's crazy. He has skills. So that's two things. You can have a guy that can stretch the floor. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they develop, you know, as a... And they, they both be power forwards. That's big. And Jaden Springer gives them, you got Court Miles still there. And, you know what I mean, Seth Curry's a shooting guard. So Court Miles and Springer, now you have depth there, along with Isaiah Joe. Having the guard depth they have with now Milton, you still got George Hill and, and Maxie with Simmons. It's like... It's just time for Doc Rivers to get in that playbook. That's what it's just, it's just time for him to get in that playbook. 
I feel like now the time you can start kind of putting a little pressure on Doc because he has so many weapons. He has young. These are young develop. These aren't just young prospects that's coming in the draft. These were guys who were considered. Like I said, Jaden Springer was considered a lottery pick early, and then certain guys moved up. And he was a top 15, he was a top 20 player. Easy. Top 20. Easy. With, with, like I said, with a stretch of like 24. But he's a guy that's a lottery talent at 24. And he gets to 28 to the Sixers. Unbelievable. And he's the type of guy that can kind of like, you can, you can fit your whole, he can fit everything you do with the Sixers. He can shoot, he can pass, and play defense. So that kind of feeds into everything. Just like Tyrese Maxey. One thing is, we know he can explosive, we know he can take you off the dribble, but Tyrese Maxey can also play defense. So it's just a good, like, I, like, we're looking at the Ben Simmons situation, and we're looking at what could happen. And when he, they have two guards. They also have other situations like Shake Milton. They can just go Shake Milton and Jaden Springer. They, they, they still got court minds. You know, they have a deep team. That's what the Sixers have. They have a deep team. Like they have uh, so many options at the backcourt position. That's what they have. Um, in the draft, um, Houston Rockets getting Jalen Green, puts them right back, and gets them a superstar. He's ready. He's ready to come in now, be exciting. He's going to be must-see TV. He's going to get the young crowd. He's just that guy. He, they got exactly what they needed at the hard left. Uh, Josh Christopher teaming up with Jaden Jalen Green is going to make him a better player. Like, it's instantly, whatever expectations you had that was down, it's up. now it's like top 10 level because he's with his boy now. They know how to play together. And then Kevin Porter Jr. is going to mesh in with that. They're all going to be real good players together because they're all young. They, they know of each other. And, and they're young, you know. So it's, just, it's going to be exciting to see for Houston. I, I'm not going to no playoffs this year, but they're going to be exciting. They're going to be competitive. And I think next the year after that, Houston's going to be ready to be in the playoffs. No question. Jalen Green's going to be a West Western Conference superstar, NBA guy, superstar. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Uh, the Warriors, it's just crazy. It's really unfair. You already got Steph Curry, who almost won MVP. You got Klay Thompson coming back. You got Draymond Green. You got Wiggins. And then you got James Wiseman. So with those guys, especially with a James Wiseman and the Eric Pascal, you got guys already young guys with a dynasty that already no one championships, but you got a young guy. You have a young guy now and James Wiseman. You already had Eric Pasco come in and do what he does. 
That's two young guys already that were all rookie guys. And then you got Jonathan Kaminga. Are you serious right now? Just that name. Let's just hold on. Do you do do you realize what we're talking about? A guy who's a number one recruit. A number one recruit in the 2021 class. Reclassified during the 2020 class and was able to be in this draft. I mean, he, he's a hell of a scorer. Wait till they see just how good this guy is. Kevin Durant, my comparison was Kevin Durant because Jonathan Kaminga can shoot and score from the long range like Kevin Durant can. He was doing that in high school. He was just, just shooting on people from long range with, with length. And he could just drive on you. He had tunnel vision. Like, he was different. His scoring was totally different. It was people that were already putting him number one in his draft before they saw the G League. All right? then, then when G League started, he was doing better than Jalen Green and everybody the first couple of games. He was already still getting that high, oh, man, he might be the best player. Then here came Jalen Green. So I don't want to hear all that craziness for everybody talking. And I heard Kendrick Perkins say he was Jordan Bell. It's ridiculous. That was the dumbest. Oh, my God. I respect and love Kendrick Perkins. That was just crazy. Jordan Bell? In high school, Jordan Bell wasn't, wasn't John DeCamingo. How could he be? Oh, my God. But um, then let's go to Moses Moody. Oh, my God. Moses Moody. And John DeCamingo. Are we, are we, are we, is this, is this a joke right now? Is this is wake me. Did they just get spoiled? Spoiled. You got another guy that's equivalent to a Clay Thompson. And then you got Kaminga, who's a scorer that Golden State ain't had since a Chris Mullin type score, you know, that from that position, like of that talented caliber. That's crazy. So I feel like generally, like seriously, like. The the boy is the Warriors are gonna be tough to deal with. Kaminga's gonna be ready to score whenever they tell him to score. I'm telling you, as soon as they put him, he is ready, he's NBA ready to to impact. Now not not at his highest level, but he will be able to score. As soon as they put him in there. Then you got Moses Moody. He's he's a he's an NBA scorer. He can shoot on anybody. NBA range, can score, can take it to the hole. That is going to be a very solid and dangerous team. Like, that's, that's scary. Wiggins there, and that's super scary. I just can't wait to see this team play and put them in the offense. They, Golden State and Houston, Houston only had Josh Christopher. They got Alperin Singham. Giving them finally some size, 6'10". They got Guzman Garuba. <laughs> some were saying he was the top international prospect for a long time. They had him in the top 10. I mean, when when, when this when the 2021 rankings were starting, he was a top five guy at one time. It was just, you know, that's the early showings when you look at guys and look at how their size and how they are, and you start to project how good they are. They projected him as a top five guy, but you know, things get different. People don't even factor in the college NCAA players. <laughs> yeah, play, you know. 
Um, interesting picks. Scotty Lewis is with Charlotte, and so is James Boatnight. Now, what that makes it with Lamelo Ball, I used to I used to think Charlotte was born even with Kimber Walker, which is like it was only Kimber. But Lamelo Ball makes it a little. He he just has an exciting factor to him, and his passing is a little. It's such a weapon. So I'm gonna say this: you put Lamelo Ball, and you got Miles Bridges, and Scotty Lewis, and James Boatnight, and then you know, I mean. That really gives Charlotte, Miles Bridges, flexibility with some athletic talent. Bow Knight is going to be a scorer. Uh, Bradley Bill type. Uh, Bradley Bill type. Um, Sky Lewis, watch. He just has all the talent. He can shoot. He can, he can explosive. He can defense. He can pass. He's going to be a surprising player, and I think he'll eventually be a starter over there. Um... Kay Cunningham goes to Detroit. Detroit is, is interesting regardless. You know, I just don't think that's, Cunningham's going to end up taking the point guard round, and we'll see what happens and who else becomes a shooting guard. But he, it's not going to be killing They're not going to be the point guards, the, the guards of the future. They just felt like they were getting the best player in the draft, and they'd rather get Cunningham and have him and lose Hayes and don't get him at all. And that was their thing. They got Sadiq Bey. They got Isaiah um, Stewart. And they got a, a Jeremy Grant. And that's big to have a nucleus like that. They, they're productive now. And you're going to see a lot of things go with them. So it, I can't wait to see what happens with these players with Detroit. And just to see what Cunningham does, how Cunningham impacts it. And we're going to see. Now, he has some weapons. So let's see how he impacts Detroit, uh, make them a, a tough team. You know, Cunningham will be, I, I think he's he's ready to be a star. I think he'll be an all-star um, second year in the league. He possibly first year. He's a guy that can be a uh, rookie of the year also, but I think it's going to be green, no, no question. It's going to be a real close rookie of the year. Uh, Mobley with Cleveland. They got defense with Okoro and him, and, and, and Allen's a good base. They still got Darius Garland. They're building something now. It'll be something to see how Mobley impacts the Cleveland Cavaliers. See, now this is big because, you know, I was always like Green was the the end, the best player and, and, the, and the best NBA prospect. You know, so, and, and, and people say Cunningham, then Mobley, as some people say it, so... This is going to be somehow they impact their teams. You know, none of them have teams that's in the best driver's seat. All of them are we're losing teams. So this is going to be something to see how they bring these franchises up. All these franchises are losing. Who has the best team, I feel? As far as player by player, it's Detroit. If you're looking at team players, it's Detroit. I just think that Sadiq Bay and the way Isaiah Stewart is playing and Jeremy Grant played last year and Killian Hayes, I just think that's a better team on paper. You look at Cleveland, no. I, those guys, no. They played tough. They did. So we'll see how that goes. But no. <laughs> um, Houston, no. They, they definitely at the worst out of all of them. So, But I think Green makes a bigger impact. It's going to be something to see Josh Christopher play. I think he'll get a lot of run his first because of Green. Green is going to vouch for him. It's Green's franchise. 
Kevin Porter Jr. can say what he want. It's Green's franchise. He's the man, and, and, and what he's saying, I'm telling you, that Josh Christopher they went for, that was big. And they probably been watching AAU too. <laughs> they got me. You, you looking at Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. are going to be playing the backcourt. And then you look at Josh Christopher can definitely play small forward. And you put him with Christian uh, Christian Wood. And, and Singun, if they choose to just go like that, let Singun be the center. If they choose to go like that, let these guys play. And, and th that's, that's a good lineup. That's a real good lineup. Going back to Philly again and talking about Philly, um, it's huge to see that um, they're just, it's, it, they, they are a deep team. The only thing is that Ben Simmons not playing like he's supposed to. And this is why it's good to get even deeper. Because Jaden Springer could be that guard that allows Maxie to be the point guard and Jaden Springer to be the shooting guard when Ben Simmons is not hitting free throws. If you got if he if he's not hitting free throws or he freezes up again, you can put a backcourt. That's the only thing. They put Maxie in there and you had Seth Curry. And you know, they haven't played together like that, but you needed another guy to come in there and do something. Because you could put Seth Curry at the three and put Springer at the two and just let Seth Curry be a shooter out there. But Tobias Harris, and if you can bring Jaden Springer in there, and he can be a, a guard that can light it up, that's different. That's totally different. You can look at you know Curry's side, but Curry's going to be a scorer over there. Whether it's a liability or not on defense, he's going to be a scorer over there. If you can get Jaden Springer in there to score, that's another guy. You can sit, you can, you can, you can rotate Maxi and Springer. Let Springer play some point guard. That's just crazy what they can really do with their team with a Jaden Springer. And, and Charles Bassey turns into the Dwight. They need to tell him, turn into Dwight Howard. Energy, block shots, get rebounds, be aggressive. And he's going to get the ball. I think if they tell Bassey to do this coming in, that's going to be such a plus for Philadelphia. So where do we go with the Sixers now? How hard are we I mean, they're a deep team still. This is ridiculous. Just look at it. Do your homework. The Sixers are a deep team without thinking about Ben Simmons. Just take them off. Take them off the team and put Maxie at your point guard. Still got Milton. Still got Quartermine. Still got Curry. Jaden Springer, Isaiah Joe, Paul Reed, Charles Bassey, Philip, Machi Stable, Danny, they, they, they want to sign Danny Green? Are they? That's a big thing right there because if not, then you know they can always put court, court mines at the small four. Always put court miles at the small forward. They can always put Isaiah Joe at the small forward. They they can do that with these guys and still have a Jaden Springer that can back up your shooting guards. If they choose to say Mati Stable and then let court miles back up the small forward, Seth Curry, Jaden Springer, 
Isaiah Joe, like. It really is an interesting front court from the four to the five area with Charles Bassey, Phillip, and Paul Reed. These are talented guys. Are they going to be able to impact? Charles Bassey at 6'11 is just, 6'10 is just something to get that that was a guy that's working on his three-point shot. Like, Bassey is definitely a guy that, that is something that can become a, a power forward, that can become an all-star. I'm just going to say it. Like, <laughs> This guy could become an all-star. He's polished. He played three college seasons also as a top six, five-star player. He played three. That's big. He got experience in college. And he double-double in just about all of them. One of them, he was nine rebounds. But, I mean, this guy is, is a very good pick in the second round. When we talk about how deep this draft was, it's that type of deep. I mean, this guy can become an all-star. He really can now, Phillip, this is interesting. Like, I don't think he becomes the all-star, but I do think he becomes a productive player that can score 11 points a game for his career. I mean, you look at guys like Ersan, um, Ersan that played with the Sixers, guys that can shoot in their mode. I'm serious, like, guys that can, I think he could be a guy that can really score and, and be a good system player. Really, I really do. Philadelphia really drafted good again, and there's no reason not to believe it because that's all they do. Everybody they get, look, Isaiah Joe impacted. Paul Reed showed some flashes, but in the G League, he was a dominant player. He was an MVP, and he was the rookie of the year. Jesus Christ. He just dominated. Paul, that's the definition of dominating your rookie year. A uh, rookie dominating G League. It's definition. And that makes the championship. Paul Reed was a he was a machine in the G League. So there's no reason not to believe. Uh, look, look at Cork Myers. Look how he's playing. Look at Thibault. These guys draft good. Their draft picks always impact. So this should make you very like happy, Sixer fans, at the fact of guys like Jaden Springer. This guy, I told you, he's the type of guy that can score 20. Look at Anthony Simons. Look at Anthony Simons with the Trailblazers. Same impact. I think Springer's going to have there with the Sixers. Same impact. Can shoot, can, can explode, can drive, explosive, dunk on you, can pass. This is a good player, and he's going to impact. No question. What did I say 20? He was like, 20, 20, 20, 24 point a game. Come on now, leader. No. This is how good this guy is. <laughs> this is... He's a scorer. This guy can become a scorer, a lighted-up scorer that can pass. I mean, he's really a just – you're going to see how gifted this guy is. And then Charles Bassey right now can help you in rebounding the shot blocking right now. Which, which you lost with Dwight Howard, you can get right now with Charles Bassey. You can get that right now. So this is a team. People should, should you be happy, even though it's been yes, because they added spark. And Springer's going to impact right away. Period. Charles Bassey and Springer impact right away. I don't know about Phillip right now, but if they need somebody to back up, Joel Embiid, Bassey's going to impact right away, right away. I, I think you, 
you put him in, into the offense right away. You, 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 you. He, he's Joe Embiid's backup right now. You know, you look at Phillip. I think he's the type of guy he should be a backup power forward. You know, even if he plays center too. You know, because he's that size. But Phillip is a backup power forward. Bassy should be your backup because of the fact that he can uh, block shots and rebound so good. It can be a, a power guy in there that can give MB some rest. Where Springer? I think Springer goes to the G League eventually. Springer, I feel like you'll just see what happens because right now you have Courtmise, Isaiah Joe is coming in this year, but Springer is a first round draft pick. I just think that he'll get G League time because him being the bottom first round pick, that's G League time. I think Court Myers got it. Springer gets G League time. I mean, because they they still have Court Myers. You got Isaiah Joe, who who are two shooting guards. You're gonna see working to the offense. Springer's gonna get G League time. There's no no question about it, no doubt. And then you're gonna see just how good he is in the G League. So um, I'm out, y'all. Talk a little bit. I'm talking more about the draft on another um, file leader podcast. But man, you should be happy about what Philadelphia did, and everybody should be wanting Danny Green back. I would want Dwight Howard back. I think we should get this. That should run it back. Let Bassie and all them guys go to the G League. All right now, I'm out of here. Peter Johnson, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. I'm out. Peace.